Well, good morning. It's two o'clock. It's windy as fuck. I'm not a weather man. I'm a cow. So, get into today's rant. I tried actually doing one yesterday on my day off, but I got part of the way through and my hand slipped and it, and it paused the recording at some point and I don't know where I left off, so I wasn't about to restart it and sound like an idiot. So, you know, this platform's great, but doesn't really give you much options for playback. So, uh, is what it is. So, yesterday I was trying to talk about, um, there was some, there was some, uh, problems that, uh, came up on the online political discourse world. Uh, a few big named streamers on the political side, on the left end of the spectrum got banned for using a racial slur toward white people. C word as you call it. You know, it's also a snack food. If you don't know what I'm talking about, wake up and uh, I don't know how to be more direct than that. I don't know what the policy of Anchor is uh, or any other platform I get distributed to uh, as far as like saying those words. So I'm just going to keep it uh, keep it simple, keep it uh, family friendly, even though I fucking curse like a sailor half the time. So here's my thing, okay? When it comes to racial slurs, there's two, two routes that we as a society should take as far as they go, okay? Either, number one, just as they said with the N-word, they reclaimed it and it's theirs now or whatever. It's like either everybody can say all of them and it doesn't matter, 100% crazy fucking free speech, 100%ism, you know, that, that type of shit. Or <clears throat> we shouldn't say any of them at all. Because trust me, I get it. It's nowhere near <coughs> as offensive to a white person to be called the C word than it is a black person to be called the N word. I get that. But then I run into the then I run into the issue of okay, well. If you've reclaimed the word and you say it to each other all the time within your communities, if you reclaim the N-word to that, you know, capacity, that's fine. But just like any other word, just like any other word, its definition changes over time. It's like, hell, just a couple years ago, the word literally actually meant like a 100% confirmation that this was how it was type of deal. But now it's like, it, it's just a word of phrase. It doesn't mean 100% of the time. It means like, ah, most of the time, a lot of the time. You know, it, 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 it's, its meaning has changed. So if it means the same thing, if it means the same thing, how can it be used as a term of endearment? Doesn't really make any sense. And you can say all day that, oh, we reclaimed it, so it's ours. You can say that shit all day. 
but you're still calling each other slaves. You're still calling each other the same shit you got called back when you were slaves, which is pretty fucked up. It's kind of how I've always felt about the shit. And I don't even know. I've heard different rumors of what the where the uh, the C word came from as far as white people. Some people say is because you know they they cracked the whips, you know. So some people say that's what it is. I don't know the exact origin of it. I've heard a couple different different origins of it. You know, there's there's also a there's a G word for the Cubans that some people seem to think isn't isn't a slur, but you know, Cubans are like, uh, no, that's a slur, dude. It's 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 so. Nobody had, no, it, it kind of comes back to that old principled rule that you don't have the right to tell somebody else that you didn't piss them off. And don't get me wrong, you know, to, to, yeah, in order to be able to think you have to risk being offensive, but if you know something is, is going to piss somebody off or a group of people off for one reason or another, like the connotation that the N word has, like, just don't say it. Just don't. You know, it's like before all this crazy fucking left censorship started up, before all that started happening, we had censorship in America, but it was basically that, you know, somebody rose up and started talking some crazy shit ideas, and some, and other people would just say, dude, you're fucking stupid, shut the fuck up. You know? It's like, like, like the reality of it is, right? Nobody... Like, okay, like, say for instance, like, here's a good example, right? It's like, through sheer social pressure, and this is from across the aisle, both sides of the spectrum, everybody, like, if you're going to run up and call somebody the, the N-word with the hard R in some type of malice, there isn't a single damn person in this country that won't sit there and scream at you and talk, and call you a bigot and a racist and shout you down, you know, to the point that there's, there's freaking white supremacists online that if somebody uses a hard R for something, something, they're like, dude, you could have just called them, you know, boy or, 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 or monkey or something like that. What the hell are you doing? You know, I mean, they, they, everybody gets made fun of for doing this socially unacceptable shit. That was the natural version of, of, uh, <clears throat> natural version of, uh, censorship back in the day. So, either way, I don't think anybody should just say any of them. I know that, I, I know, I, I personally don't take offense if someone calls me that. I'm just like, uh, whatever. It doesn't have any, stigma to me, like, I, I was never put in a position where I was accused of being a, a slave owner, or something like that, because in real life, realistically, that's what it is, but the people, these two guys that got banned for saying it online, these two streamers that got banned for saying it online, um, like I said, they're on the left, and an important thing to understand about the philosophy of it is they, like I said, Everybody that's leftist believes that the world and the hierarchies is based on power, 
that's all it is. So they're like, well, if you call someone the N-word, you're still coming from a position of power. Okay, and they call it to themselves, and other races other than white people use the N-word on occasion. I'm sure they have. It's not like they're, it's not like they're immune from, from speaking it, you know? So what position of power? Did it make it any right, better right for them to do it? You know, it's... Uh, I just don't, I don't think any of it's, anything, any of it's right. It's like, oh, well, they can call you the C word because, you know, you, because you had all, had all the power. Had? I don't, I'm not 200 years old, dude. I don't have any power. I don't have any influence over anybody. So you can fuck off with that noise. But I'm going to have a smoke and I will be right back. I think. And I'm back. So, funny story, right? So, don't get me wrong. Like, I, like I said, I don't think anybody should say it. Whatever. But like, I made a made a podcast the other day about growing up on the west side of my city, right? So, there was this thing that. Uh, and it's been a joke for a long time, kind of like, you know, when you, you have friends that are black and they finally, like, call you the N-word or whatever in a, with, with an A and they're all, you know, buddy-buddy with you and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I got my black card type of stuff. I mean, it's, well, actually, they would say it to me. <clears throat> and every, every time one of us would do something really, really white, <laughs> be like, your black card's gone, man. You're done. <laughs> you know, I mean... There was all kinds of jokes like that growing up in the neighborhood, but, you know, it's, uh, as the people that can actually, I get the whole idea, I guess, about, you know, reclaiming one thing or another, because, you know, you can, if you can, if you can sit there and make a joke out of it, and, uh, be funny about it, you know, it's, uh, it's just like comedians, right? Like, uh, I remember Dave Chappelle very recently, and I know a lot of people hated the special for obvious reasons, mostly political, but uh, he did the special Sticks and Stones, and the uh, extra content after the special was done, he told the story of his friend, his trans friend, right? And uh, the point that she made him, it's like, you know... It, you joke about some some horrible things that you know over time whether or not you intended it or not because you're joking about it and no and there was no case more prevalent than the whole R. Kelly pissing on on little girls thing you know it's like people were all kinds of shocked and appalled and everything about it but like a couple years of him making jokes about it on the Chappelle show and all of a sudden it's normalized you know it's not not that it's a good thing it was normalized. It's just people stopped were desensitized to it. They had laughed about they had laughed about it enough, so it was not acceptable to do it. But it was like okay, you know, it's whatever. You know, dude's fucking weird. He probably should go to jail for a while. Whatever, <clears throat> you know, and. 
point she was making, the more jokes you make about it, the more more acceptable or accepted something is in society as far as, like, just normalizing. Not for good or for bad, just normalizing it. So it's not, it's not uh, in your face, like, uh, and thrown out there as a negative thing all the damn time, you know, or whatever, or just like a under the under the hood stigma or something like that. You bring stuff into the mainstream, into the light of day, and you know society can do with it what they want. But if you make a bunch of good some good jokes about it. <clears throat> It takes the edge off. There's a lot of that that's not... Uh, there's a lot of that logic that's not really coherent. But the end result... Well, I don't know how to... I, I haven't worked out in my head how it goes from step A to step Z. But the resu- end result of it is true. You know, it's just like the more and more... You know, like gay people, 20 years ago, gay people were no, were not accepted in society as well as they are now. There, they were not. And, you know, like pride marches and all that stuff, (coughs) there wasn't that many gay people that didn't participate in those things. Nowadays, there's a lot of them that don't because they're like, we got our rights. We're good. You know, for the most part. There are some places that they're still people are still hard up for it, like in, in the South or whatever, but I mean, for the generally, you know, generally speaking, gay folks are accepted, you know, across the board, even from conservatives, you know, um, I can't remember what politician says it, said it, but they said, you know, I, I, I support gay marriage because I am conservative, you know, it's like, okay, cool, awesome, it's like, I had, I had a lot of gay and lesbian friends growing up, well, a few. I shouldn't say a lot of them. I will say one thing, and I'm going to call this out. And this is this is this is an off-topic rant because you know we're talking about language and slurs, and now we're going on to something else. I will say this, okay? How some gay dudes act if they were straight, they get their ass beat for harassing women. I will say that right now. It's not it's not the majority. It's just a couple. You know, anytime that I've ever gone to a gay bar, because I used to work in the local music scene, you know, I have some cover bands that would go in there and do little parties or whatever, and, I, and, I, and you know, they'd invite me to cover it because, you know, I would do video work for that kind of thing. It's like, anytime I did, I'd always have this one guy that was up my ass, metaphorically, not literally, um, wouldn't take no for an answer, you know, wouldn't leave me the fuck alone, like, I tell him, dude, you know, no offense, man, I'm straight, you know, I mean, you know, just don't waste your time type of thing, it's like, oh, I could turn you gay, and like, no, you couldn't, you know, it's, it's, it's those, it's those type of guys that kind of put the, the, like, the past stigma on them, you know, and, like, I've, I've always been the one that's like, okay, there's like 200 people in this bar and one guy's fucking with me. He's not representative of all of them. He's just an asshole. He would be an asshole if he was straight. He's an asshole if he's gay. It's just how it is. But the one thing I have, uh, what, one thing that I've noticed is that gay guys get away with that shit a lot more. They get away with that shit a shit ton more. Um, there was one time a friend of mine 
really needed a drink. She was hard up or whatever. Uh, she had just come out of the closet like a couple months before. She was having a rough go with her family. So we went we, so we went to the, one of these gay bars, you know, just to have a couple drinks. It was a weekday. There was um, like maybe five, six people in the bar. And one of those guys was there and he would not leave me alone. And she was laughing it off and being like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm like, and I made the point to her. I'm like, say you were straight, right? Anytime that you've ever been at a bar, think about if a guy would do that exact same shit to you, how would you feel? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And after, after that, she started standing up for me and be like, dude, you need to fucking stop. You know, which was cool, which was cool. But it's like, I don't know what it is. I think it's just because, you know, guys are supposed to normally handle themselves and just, you know, take care of themselves and defend themselves. So it's like people just like, whatever. It's not like he's going to take you out back and rape your ass. You know, especially with me. I'm a cow. I'm fucking tall as fuck. I'm 6'5". I'm 300 pounds. Not all that's muscle. There is some flabbiness. But, you know, I'm a big guy. So, good luck getting me out back and bending me over a damn bar stool. You know, it ain't going to work that way. Um, I don't know. That was just a tangent I had to get on. Because, you know, it's so weird, right? Because I think... I'm like prime, like optimized in the in the prime spot, in a prime spot to actually have some interesting takes as far as uh, social shit and political shit goes. Just because I live in a town of 150,000 people ish, right? There's a lot like there's the city, and then as soon as you get out of the city, it almost immediately goes into rural areas, you know. There's a little bit of suburbs, but there's a lot of rural areas. So it's like, it's a big mix of people. It's not just people that are used to living the city life, you know? I think of the only apartment complexes within the city, uh, the only ones within the city are like uh, fucking, like low-income housing or nursing homes. Like, you have to live in the suburbs or an apartment out or an apartment complex on the outskirts, you know, like, which don't get me wrong. It's not that big. You know, I think the whole city itself is like, it's probably about 10 miles across, maybe a little less. I don't know. That's just me guesstimating. Cause you know, I get on the interstate and go to go from the far west side to go to the far east side sometimes and it takes me at you know 65 miles an hour it takes me about 10 minutes to get from one side of the town to the other so well maybe 15 I don't know so that's just a guesstimation mm. but with help with it's not like big cities like Chicago that you know people can live most of their lives within the city and not think twice, you know, not think twice about anybody that has rural, rural backgrounds and they didn't grow up with it, nothing like that. It's like here in this town, it's like if, if you, if you grew up in the city, you had at least a couple friends that were, lived out in the middle of fucking nowhere, you know, for the most part, there's some exceptions, I'm sure some people that just never get out of the freaking house. That's fine too. And the same thing goes if you lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, you also had a couple friends that lived in the city. So it's like everything is kind of like, it doesn't feel like a big city. It doesn't feel like a rural area. 
it feels like something about someplace in between. So a lot of the things people care about here are a lot different than the shit that people care about in a purely rural area and a purely city area or a big city. So, but anyway, I think that's my rant for today. It's probably about 25 minutes or so, something like that. I'm not really with it in the head today. I'm just kind of blah as I had a rough last uh, week or so. So I uh, it's a work day, obviously, and I my brilliant ass decided to drink last night. So I'm a little bit fuzzy in the head. But uh, yeah, I have the email address in the description if you guys have any questions, comments, all that good stuff. I actually last night, uh, yesterday, during the day, I started pulling, ripping my audio from here off and putting it on uh, my YouTube channel. It used to be just purely for gaming. Um, so hopefully you drive more traffic here and then back from there and yada, yada, yada. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I'm not going to do every single episode pulling it off and put them on there, just like good ones that highlight, and I know I refer to other episodes a lot, so if this ends up being one that goes on YouTube, please bear in mind that you are, uh, if you're listening only on YouTube, you're not going to hear every single one of my rants, so go look up the podcast wherever it's distributed at, and uh, enjoy yourselves, and uh, yeah. Don't be dicks to each other. Cheers, motherfuckers. Whoop!